And let's open our Bibles this morning to 1 John chapter 5. Uh, this is one of the greatest chapters in the Word of God uh, about security of salvation, that you can know you're saved, you can have a, what we call, no-so salvation. 100%, no doubt about it. I know that I know that I know I'm saved. What a great, great confidence uh, and assurance. So let's look at 1 John 5 and verse 4. And shall we stand, please, for the reading of God's Word. 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, and we'll read responsively through verse um, 13. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit that beareth witness, because the Spirit is truth. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. And there are three that bear witness in earth, the Spirit and the water and the blood, and these three agree in one. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God which he hath testified of his Son. He that believeth on the Son of God hath the witness in himself. He that believeth not God hath made him a liar, because he believeth not the record that God gave of his Son. And this is the record that God hath given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He that hath the Son hath life. And he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. If you look back at verse uh, 11, I would encourage you to memorize this if you can and know the text. And this is the record that God hath given to us eternal life, and this life is in His Son. Uh, this is the record. Boy, what, what an amazing confidence and assurance that we have based on the record of God. Amen. All right, let's pray. Father, we pray that you'd bless the message. We need your help. We realize thou hast chosen the foolishness of preaching to save those which believe. We pray that you'd place your good hand of blessing upon it, the power of thy spirit, that you would draw men into thyself, that you would encourage your people, that we would have a no-so salvation, not based on feelings, subjection, but by the eternal record. This is the record. We pray that we'd understand it, we'd receive it, we'd stand upon it. It would change our life. It would encourage us, and you'd use us to tell others the good news 
that they too can know that they're saved. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated. This is the record. God is a technical God. Very, very technical. And because of that, He is very, very legal. And God, in His technical legality, keeps records. It's all recorded in heaven. So you have some of the key records in heaven. You have what is called the Lamb's Book of Life. Everyone who is saved, their name is recorded in that book. You will not be allowed to go into heaven, enter heaven unless your name's in that book. Are you listening? You will not be allowed into heaven unless your name is in the book. There's also other books the Bible tells us about of other records that God keeps. Uh, one of them, interesting, God knows every tear you've ever shed, every thought you've ever had, every motive. You think about it. God knows every penny you've ever spent. God has every hair on your head numbered. So the, the records in heaven, they are legally recorded, filed, they are unchangeable. These records, which God keeps, will determine eternal life or the second death. So the Bible tells us that he that believeth in God, or those who believe in Jesus, excuse me, are born of God. Once you're born, you cannot be unborn. Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, ye must be born again. Not a suggestion. Doesn't happen to just a few. It happens to all that are on their way to heaven. Ye must be born again. So just as you have a physical birthday, there must be a time in your life when you settle it, you put your faith in Christ, and you believe on Him, you trust Him as your Lord and Savior, and you are born again by the Spirit of God. So this evidence, the Bible tells us, there are certain things that will take place. One of them is the witness then will live in you. So when you believe on Christ, the Holy Spirit is going to come and live in your body. This is called the witness. So you will have the Holy Spirit always in you, reminding you, witnessing to you, you are saved. You have put your faith in Christ. It's already been taken care of. It only happens one time because Jesus died unto sin once, but ever liveth unto God. He paid for your past, your present, your future sin. It is settled. He will witness in you and to you. The second thing that will happen is you will love the brethren. It tells us this in verses 2 and 3. You know, you can tell people who are lost because they don't love other Christians. They'd rather be with the world's crowd. They'd rather go out to the world's places and get involved in worldly endeavors. But anybody who's saved, they love the brethren. 
Why? Because of the common denominator of the Holy Spirit is in every believer. We have fellowship one with another. Praise the Lord. So there are evidences on earth, the witness in the believer, the love of the brethren for other believers. And then it, it plainly tells us that if you're born of God, you're going to overcome the world. You're not going to live for the worldly lust. You're not going to be deceived. Uh, surely, God is going to open your eyes through time as you grow in grace, and you're not going to live a worldly life, which is what? Where the world overcomes you. No, you are born of God. You're going to overcome the world. Ultimately, at the resurrection, you will rise with Christ, and you will have eternal life and forever be with the Lord. So the Bible tells us, at the mouth of two witnesses shall every word be established legally. God doesn't base anything on hearsay. God will not hear, he said, she said, which is not evidence. There is two witnesses. Now, the Bible says, there are three. And no, not only that, there's four. No, not only that, there's five. Why? You witness that you believed on Christ. The Holy Spirit in you is a witness. And then we have that the Godhead witnesses um, on earth, uh, in heaven. Uh, so let's, let's read this. Look at verse 7. says that there are three that bear record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. These three are one. You know, I feel sorry for people who don't know they're saved. You know, how do you know you're saved? Because you believe God's Word, that you, if you believe on His Son, you have life. And then what happens? There are records in heaven. There are witnesses in the courtroom of God. And God the Father witnesses it. God the Son witnesses it. God the Holy Spirit witnesses it, and the Bible says once you get saved, you will be witnesses unto Christ. So, the legal requirement has been met. Two witnesses. Did you know you're not supposed to believe anything unless there are two credible eyewitnesses? You're not supposed to just believe whatever you read on the internet because they can print whatever they want. Uh, my daughter asked me a while ago, she said, Dad, there's a, there's a post that uh, Bitcoin has just been passed. Our money is worth 55 cents on the dollar. Everything's going digital. Uh, is that going to happen? Could happen. But is it happen has it already happened? No. Could happen someday. But you're not, you're not supposed to believe whatever somebody says. There has to be two witnesses. You know, praise the Lord. We have God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. This is the record. It's impossible for God to lie. You know, I say it all the time. If you're saved, you are so saved. The Bible says you're saved to the uttermost. You are so saved, you couldn't lose it if you tried. Not that, Joe, you'd want to. You couldn't lose it if you wanted to. If you understand the record. 
So then we have not we have the three witnesses in the record in heaven. Then you have the three that um, bear uh, and agree on earth. You have the spirit, the water, and the blood, and these are Bible studies within themselves. But the spirit, the water, and the blood they agree on earth. There is a witness in you, in your body on earth. There are others witnessing to you. You know that this is the record in heaven. And God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, they also are there in the record as it was recorded. And it's impossible, as I said, for God to lie. So God hath testified of His Son. Verse 10. And this is the record. Now let's read it again. And you either believe the record or you don't. It's hot in here? Wow. This is something. All right. There is good news. All right. So look at verse 11. And this is the record that God hath given to us eternal life. And this life is in His Son. He that hath the Son, look at verse 12, hath life. What a great verse. And he that hath not the Son of God um, hath not life. That ought to kick on. So, I want you to think about this. In the record of heaven, what do you believe is the first question. Secondly, who do you believe? And who and what you believe, has it been legally recorded? Now, you might have a traffic record. You know, if you have any outstanding tickets, you better settle them, because you may think you're getting away with it. And one day, you're going to get pulled over, and they're going to run your license. And you're gonna, they're going to find out you've got a record. Uh, when, when I was a kid, my best friend... He never told me. We got pulled over one day. They ran his license. He had 11 unpaid parking tickets. They said, out of the car, sir, put your hands behind the back. And this is in Corpus Christi. They had a law. You had to spend a minimal of 11 hours in jail. Uh, you're under arrest. You know why? He had a record. Had a record. You know, it, you, you, do you have a record? Do you have a marriage license record? Do you have a birth certificate? Do you have a social... Do you, Larry? I'm just saying. Are you listening? All right. Do you have a social security number? Do you have all these things? Do you have a record? Well, God has a record, and it's in heaven. You know what it is? That he that hath the Son hath life. He that hath not the Son of God hath not life. Now, what do you believe? Who do you believe? This record means judicial evidence. It is a witness of a testimony in the court of law, and it is written into the court records. And it's permanent. And God will base his decision upon what's on that record. What is the record? More than just the written law or directions, but the evidence 
God's going to use in the trial. Now, if, if you were to think about, and I know what the Bible teaches, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Praise the Lord. The Bible says we'll be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. Now, I forget the speed of light. It's 5,000 something. But from the time it takes light to reflect off your eye, if you're saved, you'll already be in heaven. Praise the Lord. But when we look at legally, the only way that's going to happen is because God has a record in heaven that whosoever hath the Son hath life. But there's another record, whosoever hath not the Son of God hath not life. So in this legal document of the judgment of God, based on His integrity of who He is and what He is, that it is impossible for Him to lie, the Bible tells us in Exodus 20, 24, it says, where God records His name, He blesses that place. Deuteronomy 30, 19, God calls heaven and earth to record or record against Israel. Why? Two witnesses. You know, the Bible says that if, if it were possible, God could make the rocks cry out. God has a witness. You know, a lot of times, we, well, nobody's looking. Oh, yeah. God saw it. And if God needs to, He can make the, you know, God made a donkey start talking. He can make your cat talk. You know, at the, at the, uh, the trial, there's going to be two witnesses. Uh, rocks could cry out. Um, we are encompassed, what does it say? By so great a cloud of witnesses in Hebrews chapter 12. In Job 16, 19, the Bible says, My record is on high. In John 8, 14, New Testament, Jesus came to bear record of Himself to prove who He is. That is recorded in God's legal documents in, uh, you think about it, the courthouse of the New Jerusalem. So, the devil has a city. It's called Babylon. Mystery Babylon the Great. God has a city called the New Jerusalem. And in that city, and Abraham sought for a city whose builder and maker was God. There's a courthouse. Legal documents. You know, we've all done this. You go to the courthouse. You're looking for a certain uh, part of the, the um, legal administration. They'll say, yeah, that you go up to the second you know, level, go down there. Or go to Judge Mitchell's office or whatever it is. Um, so, or if you have uh, trouble with your, something to do with Department of Transportation, you know, you know where it is. You've been there. So, why do we think that God is different than men? You know, right now in, in heaven, there's a record of whether you're going to get in or not. Now, that's scary stuff. Because we are but one heartbeat from eternity. When you take your last breath, it's over. And you don't know when it's going to happen. You know, I think about it all the time. How many people realized this was their last day on earth? It's a fearful thing to fall in the hands 
of a living God. So the Bible tell, asks the question. I want us to look at this. Look down at verse 9 of 1 John 5. It says, If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God, which he hath testified of his Son. Now, I always like to look at some very simple illustrations of how we are all prone to do this, but we are really trapped in this life below. We have to receive the witness of men. So, you know, how many times do we read the ingredients to food and just believe it's true? Well, we've all done it. You know, and, and I asked my wife, how do you know this is organic? Because it says. Oh, how do you know? We don't know. We are accepting the witness of a man. How do you know that has not been sprayed with pesticide? How do you really know? Well, it's right here on the packets. We believe it. You, you go to Walmart and you're looking for a can of corn. We, we just believe it. You know, there's a label with corn. How do you know? Well, it says it right there. I believe the witness. Hey, what if you open it up and there's black-eyed peas in there? Or what if you open it up and there's green beans in there? Well, it's a, it says it's corn. Has to be true. You know, I've always wondered when you're pumping gas, is it really giving you the gallon per the price? How do you really? Well, because it says it right there. Oh, you believe that. And... I, I, they might have changed the law. I might have told this, but one of my friends growing up, he was a miser. I'm talking about a cheapo of the cheapos. And when we would buy gas, you know, we didn't have much money. Three dollars, you know how it was back then. Three dollars, Ethel. And it, it would click and turn off. He'd take the hose and lift it up. <laughs> and he would get everything. And the, he, got, he almost got arrested. The police pulled, so hey, that's against the law. Well, why? I paid for that. There's still some gas in the hose. Uh, I, I don't know if they do that today because you can get away with a lot of stuff, it seems like. But, uh, you know, I actually try to stop at stop signs. I know that's a deep truth. A complete stop, not a coast and look both ways. You know, you're supposed to come to a complete stop. But how do we really, really know these things? When you get your oil changed, you know, I'm, I've heard it recently. Several people went in to get their oil changed. They didn't do anything. They charged them, left the same oil. One guy left the drain plug out, and, and uh, he drove off and burned his engine up. Yeah. How do you really know they changed your filter? Well, because they said they did, and they gave me a bill. How do you really know? You don't know. You're trusting them. You're believing the uh, witness of a man. How do you really know they put the allotted courts in your uh, car? Do you really know? No, you don't. You know how you know? Because you believe the witness of a man. And if you believe the witness of a man... The witness of God is greater. 
you know, I still believe this inflation deal is all made up. I know you say, what? I think it's, in a, it's a conspiracy. They lost all the money on the COVID, and uh, they just said, we're going to make it up. We're just going to make everything higher. Uh, it's, it's absolutely strange what's going on. So how do you know who won the election? Really? Do we really know what who voted and who counted and was it accurate on, on any type of a of a count like that. I've always wondered this one. You know, I live on the, in the country on a Medina Electric. They ping your electric bill. You know, they send an electric, I don't know, some pulse all the way down to your meter. It reads it. It goes back out and they send you a bill. How do I know that was accurate? You, well, because they pinged, is that the, punged? They pinged my meter. Do we really know? I don't know. I'm a little troubled by this. When you're driving down the road, and, your speed, and the speed limit's 35, and your speedometer says you're going 34, are you really going 34? How do you know? Well, because it says. Well, what if it's wrong? And, and I remember in the old days, we had a blazer. It was off-road. We had a lift kit on it. We got the big tires and everything. And uh, you, you, it was not accurate. It was off by, uh, I believe, 10 miles per hour. And, and I've seen people do that, change the size of their tires. And I'm sure technology is probably better now. I don't know. But back then, a lot of people got tickets because the tires didn't match the... Uh, the manufacturer and the way that they set up the uh, speedometer. How do we really know? How do we really know? So if we believe the witness of men, and we do all the time, okay, how do we know it's 70 degrees in here? Because that says it is. How do you know? We don't know. We just accept the witness of man. So if you're going to if you're going to accept that a can of corn, a can of green beans, whatever, how do you know when you go out and you buy that fish fillets and it says it's cod from the icy North Atlantic? How do you really know? Well, because it says it. If we're going to believe that, why can't we believe the record of God? Why can't we believe God that he's not a liar? And this is the record that all you have to do is trust and believe in his son as your savior and settle it once and for all. And you have eternal life. Amen. The just shall live by faith. Did you know it? It probably takes more, and this may be the wrong word, faith to believe in the Big Bang theory than it does to believe in God. So out of utter chaos, you're telling me, whatever that is, utter chaos of emptiness of the void, that by accident, somehow, some explosion took place, and just somehow everything came back together, and there was a a sun and nine is Pluto's not a planet anymore, is it? Poor Pluto. Uh, 
but and these planets orbiting and then earth has a moon orbiting around that and earth is just close enough to the sun to stay warm but not freeze but if it were any further it would freeze to death or it would not burn up and it, did you know it takes more trust in that to believe that there's a god because if you look and they call it the watchmaker theory if you have a watch somebody designed it somebody with intelligence designed it planned it made it put the parts together somebody with intelligence and if you look at your body uh, just the human eye is absolute miraculous. The, you know, the psalmist said, we are wonderfully and fearfully made. It's a miracle. Your digestive system, your neurological system, your cardiovascular system, your pulmonary system, it, it's unbelievable the joints of your body, how they're designed with the, uh, the, the sinew or the the tendon and the muscle and inside the bone with the marrow and the, and the red blood cells and the white corpuscles and all that's involved, just your sense of smell, your sense of taste. You're telling me this just happened. No, somebody made us and God's word said we were made in the image of God for his glory and God gave us a record so that you can trust in Him, not in feelings, not in a church, not in a denomination, not in any sacrament or ceremony, just by faith. If you believe the witness of men, you know, you, you go buy new tires, and you, it says Michelin is on the side. How do you really know they didn't make it at a BF Goodrich and somebody put Michelin on there? Hopefully that wouldn't happen. You never know. You absolutely never know. You don't know. But you believe the witness of a man. This is the witness, the record of God. So I want us to look at verse 13. I quote this all the time. It's one of my favorite verses in the Bible. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. So let's just look at this very simply. The Bible was written, these things have I written to you who believe on the name of the Son of God, Jesus Christ, as your Savior, that ye may know you know it that you have eternal life and that you may believe on the name of the son of god now you would be surprised and i've been in this ministry uh, over 40 years how many people go to church regularly claim to be christians claim to believe in god but they don't know where they're going they don't know and if they were honest you'd ask them do you have any doubt of where you're going when you die? And if they're honest, they'd say, yeah, I don't know for sure. I had several people tell me that yesterday, knocking doors. If I were honest, I'm not sure. Now, God is not a liar, praise the Lord. 
God's word is true. And when God says what he means, he means what he said, said what he meant. And not only that, we have what is called the scriptures, which is the recorded word of God, the holy writ. And not only that, God recorded it in heaven. Now, there is a record of your life in heaven. Now, let me explain it and we'll be through. You have a legal record in heaven. In that, on that record, you have one of two things. You either have every sin you've ever committed, which is recorded on that record. And boy, that's a fearful thing. Because we've committed so many sins, we don't even remember all of them. David prayed, forgive me for my secret sins, the sins he committed he didn't even know he commit. Every sin is recorded. And that's why the Bible says, blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. And that word impute means recorded in heaven. Uh, so, the lost man has imputed sin. It's written down. And uh, like the old preachers used to say, you might have tried to live a real clean life. But if you ever pulled the girl's pigtails in front of you in the third grade and stole her eraser, it's written down. Yeah. Any little, like my dad would say, don't tell a fib. You know what a fib, that's just a nice way of saying you told a black lie. Any little half-truth, partial truth, that's a, that's a sin. It's written down. Now, Jesus Christ came. He lived the law for you. He suffered for you. He became your sin. He died for all your past, present, future sin. Amen. When you believe in Him, just as simple as you're trusting that pew to hold up the weight of your body, and you make a decision in your life, right here and now, I'm settling it. I trust Jesus as my Lord and way to heaven. You are born again. God will keep His Word. He records it in heaven. And the Bible says He will wash you in the blood. He will erase every sin on your record. And then He will record the righteousness of His Son to your record, so that when he looks at your record, he sees the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And this is sound doctrine, Bible salvation. Now, the next thing is, he justifies you. And the word justify is the verbal declaration of the decision on the record. So we've all seen this. You, you might have been to court or been in a courtroom where uh, the judge will say, uh, now we will hear the decision of the jury. And the jury will say, we the jury, they say it verbally, right? We the jury find the defendant not guilty. And everybody, you know, if, if uh, it's the verbal declaration of what's on the record. God will witness they're justified. They're justified. This is the record. 
You know, it takes more, whatever the word, trust to believe in evolution than it does to believe the Bible. Do you, do you really believe that you were an amoeba or some microorganism that somehow morphed and somehow maybe became a frog and it had gills and somehow it hopped out and it somehow grew some lungs? You, you really believe that? And then it somehow evolved into some mammal, a monkey. And then through time, you lost your tail. You, th you really think you're a monkey? It's unbelievable what people believe. If you believe the witness of men, the witness of God is far greater. Do you know that on his deathbed, um, Darwin admitted it wasn't true? And it was just a theory. Now, they didn't have any proof. Did you know that Peking man, that they was they the missing link in They proved it was the jawbone of a pig. And they said it was a human being. The whole thing was a lie. Oh, I believe that. Why? Well, they taught it to me in school. They taught me that in uh whatever class, biology. No. If you're going to believe the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. So what is the witness of God? We'll read it one more time. This is the record. Look at verse 11. And this is the record that God hath given to us eternal life. And this life is in His Son. He that hath the Son hath life. And he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. This is the record. Now, if you understand this, and somebody asked you, where are you going when you die? You don't even think about it. I'm going to heaven. So how could you know? Because God's not a liar, and God said, if I accept His Son as my Savior, I'm going to heaven, and it's written down in heaven. It, this is the record. It has nothing to do with how I live, how I feel. It has everything to do with what God said, what God promised, and what God wrote down. This is the record. Boy, this is good news. All right, let's uh, bow our heads, close our eyes. I'd ask that no one is leaving. No 